Russian future? No. No. The Russians aren't going to do anything. I'm going to speak Russian. You They're know, just going to take over I'm our gonna, computers. I'm just going to study Cyrillic. Right? No. You know who is going to do something? Is it Jonathan? It's the Flex Podcast. And welcome, everybody, to episode 59. I thought you were going to get it 59. for a second. I was going to get what? The episode number. Well, I was going to forget it. Yeah. It's easy for me to forget it. I know. I forget you most of the time. It's okay. I'm forgettable. Until I, until I dream about you. I'm forgettable. <laughs> every Who's saying that? Day. In every know. way. <laughs> Nat King Cole. I'm forgettable. That's what but that's that's say. the entire song. He just wanders off. He, he, like, just he, he doesn't care. <laughs> who is that guy? I don't know. I remember. Nobody remembers who, who you are. Who was that? Who was that guy? What guy? <laughs> Nobody the guy knows. that was just singing. There was a guy who, singing. What? Who was singing? You're all right. You're having a stroke. Do you smell toast? <laughs> burn eggs. Do you really smell toast when you have a stroke? I actually heard you smell uh, burn eggs. Burned eggs? Yeah, I actually oh. heard you smell eggs, maybe toast. But yeah, Whatever. you actually, there's a, there's yeah, a specific overcooked smell. Overcooked breakfast foods. I was going to say, like, it seems strong to be stroke indicator. Yeah. But not bacon. No. Well, no, because that's just your being hungry. Yeah. So we're going to go down the rabbit hole real quick. What defines a breakfast food? Uh, because technically, it's just if you break your fast. Well, well yeah, but yeah. I mean, traditional breakfast foods. I mean, anything is you're going to say anything can any be a food breakfast be, food. Yeah, anything can be a breakfast food, but we're talking about traditional, traditional breakfast. So foods. what people normally make normally make like cereal, breakfast. waffles, pancakes, French toast, eggs, French toast, anything you bacon, can pour, anything, sausage, hookers, <laughs> anything you can pour syrup on, anything you can pour syrup on. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I think Pete's right. French toast, pancakes, you know, like typical breakfast f- foods you associate with breakfast. Like we just had breakfast for dinner. Side note. Yeah, which um, you can. Yeah, we and it was a treat, but. We had bacon and eggs and fried potatoes. Yeah. And hash toast. browns, a.k.a. hash browns. No, no, these were fried potatoes. I didn't oh. shred them. They weren't shredded. Oh, okay. Hash browns. They were fried potatoes. So you just took the whole potato and put it in the fryer? I think yes. you sliced it. I sliced it. I, took, I pulled out the mandolin oh, okay. slicer and went to town. Because I, um, I could see myself doing that fried potato, just taking the whole potato, just, just deep frying it. You can just totally that would, do that, too. That would the... not work well to your advantage. What? It would be bad in the middle. It would be like uncooked, very starchy. Yeah, there's no way. Uncooked, you, yeah, it would, it would not, yeah, so you want to blanch that first. I wonder what, what actually would happen, I wonder. Well, we don't have time to look Deep it up. Deep fried potato. <laughs> right. Well, you know I'm going to. No, he's not looking it up. He's getting on He's getting on uh, shipped and ordering some potatoes right now. Oh, yeah. Because so he loves to grocery shop while we're doing podcasts. That's true. <clears throat> you can actually use Oh, and, and don't mind me if you if you hear a weird noise. I'm, I'm having tea today. Um, so the funny thing about shipped is now you can actually get shipped from Office Depot, Office Max. What would you ever ship from Office Depot? I have no idea, but you can't. Like a pen? I guess. <laughs> hey, if you, if you want supplies and don't have time to leave the office. I get, well, You know what? That makes a lot of sense for those poor secretaries that are always like, hey, go out and get a case of paper. And guess what? To... If you type in deep fry a whole, potato is number two for the preview answers. Mm-hmm. So people have tried this. I just don't think you could. You'd have to pull it out before I, it, bur- it wouldn't cook through before it burned. I feel like that's exactly that's what I feel like, and, and I also feel like it depends on the size. Like if you had like a small golden potato, a golden round, well, you might sure. be able yeah, to get like through a, it. Even 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 maybe a Yukon gold if you if, yeah. if, if, if you're using the right oil. Yeah, but if you had your standard yeah yeah brown but potato, like a fingerling potato would pretty much just come out as a French fry. Oh yeah. Yeah, that would cook through. But yeah. yeah, you take you, you take a russet potato and you oh. just drop it into a fryer. I mean, it's it's gonna be bad. Yeah, the russet. Can you imagine? 
I can't even imagine what that would even taste like. What if you poke a straw-sized hole straight through with it? Ass and cat food. Mm. There's nothing good. There's nothing good about that. No, I feel like that's going to be a fail, no matter how you cut but, it. But uh, if you blanched it first, to soften it up. Yeah, if you yeah. introduced it to the Golden Girls first. I was going to say there's still like a Rose, uh, Dorothy. I don't know what the better name. Sophia. 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 Yeah. I think that would be the way to go. Sophia. For those who don't know, blanching blanching foods is where you dip them in water brief in boiling water briefly to kind of start the cooking process, soften them up. Yeah, and then it's uh, typically when you're making. I highly recommend it if you're making French fries at home. Um, also, if you're making potato chips, anything with any really really anything any, anything you want to fry a potato for, um, I recommend uh, doing that first. And then there's also a really uh, cool way to peel a, pot- a tomato. Oh, if, peel a tomato by, by, by blanching it. Yeah. Oh, did not know that. Yeah, it's not often you peel a tomato, right? Well, sometimes if you're making homemade pasta sauce, as I do, Um, you don't get you don't get like the the canned tomatoes, like the stewed tomatoes, or anything uh, like that. Oftentimes we do, but every now and then, especially in the summertime when tomatoes are ripe, um, make it from scratch. You like to peel yourself a nice tomato. I like to peel myself a nice tomato. Hmm. All right, dip that in, dump that into the sauce. Jonathan likes to peel himself a nice child in the summertime. (laughs) Oh, that's the best ever, dude. Yeah, he blanch he blanches them too. <laughs> Get a little fine. God, meat. that's horrifying. Wow. You know, I just like, that's like oh, that's them crazy Dahmer shit right there. That's brutal. An yeah. odd an what? odd twist to our fairly informative uh, cooking podcast. It's really hard sometimes to decide what to do with the fingers and toes. Well, mm. like like Crafts, like Ken said, they're mostly. good for French fries French and fries. tater like little yeah. tater tots, toe tots, toe tots, toe tots. Anyways, well, it's toes. Speaking of, I'm, I'm thinking of doing a series of YouTube videos called Two Fat Guys in a Stove. I need another fat guy to join me. Um, it's not me. Well, it's not going to be Danan, obviously. Um, what the if most we combine, fit of all of what us. If actually, we, what if we just tie Pete and Danan together with a rope? I had, <laughs> that would be actually hilarious. We had it. We or, had it and or, then throw them off a building? No. <laughs> and then we actually, and then we get you a sweater that has, so you look like Siamese twins. So I'm sorry, like have four but legs. that would be absolutely hilarious, and we would talk like the bros. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. At the same totally, time. Totally drop them off a building. Because Why the would you are, drop them off the... Because the police would be confounded. Gold. They'd be like, look at you guys, dead on the sidewalk, look at, a, look at the rope, be like, must have been some kind of bizarre suicide pact. Hmm. Uh, or they went to your whatever weird story you're telling us, whatever weird party you're talking about earlier. Okay. Oh, the clown sex party? The clown sex party. That Ken was at and had fun at. Oh, you were at that party? No, he wasn't at that party. Oh, does he? I look wasn't like paying a... attention. I was actually working. We know. Does he look like a deviant to you? Yes. Okay, <laughs> that's my point. I don't even know what I just said. I'm not an orgy guy, by the way. I just want to say that for the record. That's good. <laughs> He's a corgi guy. <laughs> he likes oh, those yeah. little dogs. Orgies with corgis. Corgi orgies. Corgi orgies. orgies. Well, <laughs> this went, yeah, we're really far down the rabbit hole We went, now. We went around the bend, yeah. You we, started it. We so, start over. So no, welcome we to Flicks Podcast. Um, I'm here with Ken. Hi. Danon. That's me. Technical wizard, Mr. Jonathan. Hey, we're recording today. Hey, yeah. hey progress. And me, Pete. This Was is it? take one, oh, by the oh. way. Those computer lessons are really paying off, huh, buddy? They are. I just wish oh. they were $9,000, of course. He's up to DOS. <laughs> <laughs> He's working his way up to C plus. Uh, wait, wait, isn't that where you start? Yeah. Yep. C plus. You can't even run C plus until you have like 
Windows 98 done. I know you're working your way up, man. Yeah, they take you step by step through every single Microsoft operating system ever. Yeah, well, they start with Apple. Hmm. Basic, and then after five basic minutes, programming. And then everybody quits after five minutes. Yeah. So. Do you guys ever remember the basic programming classes in high school? Oh, yeah. I had it in college. Miss Shepard? Oh, yeah. They were ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Mr. Robbins. I don't like that lady. Mm-hmm. He's dead now. She was mean to me. Well, it's probably because you what? were mean to her, dude. I yeah. wasn't mean to her. I had Ms. no Shepherd problem was with great. her. That is all on you. Yeah, that's all on you, dude. Oh, she did not like me, and I worked for her. Well, that's probably that's, why. That explains it. Maybe you did a terrible job. Having had you work for me, I'm I, I can I can attest to the terribleness of it. There you go. <laughs> He's just like, oh, he has got a sad face. Poor Jonathan. I've suffered through being Jonathan's manager on duty more on more than one occasion. Yeah, me too. So oh, wait, 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 wait! I gotta ask, what was the worst thing I ever did while you were manager on duty? You didn't really. I, I was. Saying, well, I'm, no, I'm just. Didn't. I'm just teasing you. Was it the time I shredded the guy's paper, and he threatened me to stab me in the parking That's lot? That's right. He was gonna. I forgot about that guy. He was gonna stab me with the parking lot. I so wasn't he, there for that. You really, sadly. you really were a terrible employee. How do you get threatened to get stabbed at office, Max? With, so, hey, man. Okay, no, hey, I was one his of manager. My, one of my he would copy, threaten to cut me from one of, across one the One of my copy store. center associates one time you got called a racist bitch. You threatened to cut me bitch. ten times today. Wow. Yeah. What did you say? Say it again. Man. So one of my copy center employees one time got called a racist bitch by a woman who reeked of cat piss. Oh, And no. wearing a sweater who had, that hadn't been washed since 1982. It was the weed lady. No. Oh, it was different. No, it was the cranky black uh, attorney oh. who claimed to be an attorney. Reeked of cat piss. The weed lady actually smelled like weed. The weed lady hated <laughs> me. That lady despised me. Is that the lady with the terrible ad that we had to run? No, no, That's no, a different no. weed lady? That's different. How many weed this ladies are there? This was Quite a cannabis A lot weed. more now. Yeah, this, 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 this is back when they were, le- they were yeah, they were campaigning for legalization in Michigan. Well, they, they had already done the whole thing where you could do the medical already by then. Right. But it wasn't where it is now. Yeah, it was in it was in that haze where you could get a card, a prescription card, but we didn't have a dispensary in every corner. Okay, right. They were, I think they were, they were campaigning for access. So it was at the shady doctor phase of yes. the weed yeah. like legalization. Yeah, I would exactly be, right. I would be your doctor, and then you could be Ken's doctor after that. And then, and then I could be, and then, and then I would be Jabo's doctor. All right. So yeah. this is like a doctor circle jerk, and they, they didn't, didn't have a doctor oh. yet. Pyramid scheme. But he was trying Ponzi to because he was a, he was one of the underserved pe- population who didn't have access. Okay. Right, 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 right. So anyway, so you want to know? You want to hear the story about how I got threatened? Right. How do you how do you so anger a person in the copy center at Office Max that they wish to impale you to death with a sharp object? Okay. In, in fairness, he didn't say he was going to stab him to death. No. Oh, just like like a warning stabbing. It's be like yeah. a he actually didn't say that he was going to stab me either. He just. I'll get to. I'll tell you exactly what he said. But I'm going to tell the story. You first, say okay? something along the lines of "I'll cut a bitch." Yeah, he was going to shoot a shoot a stab across his bow. Stab, 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 stab. Okay, so we had gotten these shredding bins, right, where people could bring in their paperwork, and we would shred it for them based on the poundage it weighs, right? So it was like six dollars a pound or whatever, right? This nice gentleman came in and. I brought in this paper. That was one of those scam papers where it's like, I am the prince from Nigeria. Please give me your bank account information, and I will send you $13 million. Which we used to get quite a bit. Oh, actually. yeah. People would bring them in all the time. They wanted to fax it, or they wanted copies of it, because they wanted a copy of what they were going to send. My favorite people were always the people who wanted to come in. They would make a... They would, I would 
fax something for them, and they would ask me for a copy of it. So I'd make the copy and fax it to them and then charge them for the copies. And then I also hand them back their papers from the fax, which were the originals. Well, why didn't you send these? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, why are they still here? Wow. They, were, they were supposed to go through the telephone line. <laughs> Geniuses. Wow. Anyways. Okay. So, so, so this guy has this paper, and it has all of his information on it, right? He's like, I want a copy of it first. I'm like, okay. So I go over to the machine, and I make a copy. Well, the copy came out light because he, he didn't write very well. So I darken the settings and whatnot, right? And I make another copy. So this bank account information, right? So I'm like, well, we got these shred bins. I'm just not going to charge the guy. I'm going to shred this for him because it's got his stuff on it, right? So nonchalantly, I just kind of threw it in the shred bin. I was like, hey, I'm going to shred this for you, you know, and I won't charge you for it. And I just threw it in there, not waiting for an answer. My bad. Fail. And uh, he starts getting on my case. He was like, would you use my papers? I want my papers right now. And I was like, sir, I don't, I don't have a key to open this. And he goes, what do you mean you don't have a key to open that? So as that transgressed a little bit more, I finally just got on my little radio. And I was like, uh, I need a manager to the copy center, please. He needed an adult. I need an adult. <laughs> I did. And uh, so Ken comes back there and starts talking to the guy, right? Because Ken was a manager at duty at the time. And the guy was like, I want my papers right now. And Ken's trying to explain to him, like, we can't do that. You know, but they're secure, they're safe, they're not going anywhere. So we, he had me finish his facts, and I'm, I told Ken, I was like, Ken, this is that scam stuff, and whatever. So the guy, Ken, was like, here's your papers, have a nice day, we're no charge, whatever. And the guy looks over and looks at me and goes, you better watch yourself in that parking lot, boy. <laughs> Ken looks at him and goes, Ken goes to him and looks at him and goes, did you just threaten him? <laughs> And then it was time for that nice man to leave the store. Oh, yeah. And then, and then the, the, he was an older gentleman. He, he paused for a second. Like, he had to process what he like, just said. Huh. And he I was like, I did, didn't he was I? like, uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> and Ken was like, you just threatened him by saying, and he repeated what he said. Right. And he kind of like, the old guy was like, oh. Old guy came in like a week later. We were best friends then. Jesus. So, yeah. So and that was, that was him trying to get the $13 million from the Nigerian prince? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. By giving his account information. Well, yeah, because it was going to get deposited and, into And he was account. mad at you because you shredded. You should have just shredded everything and said, you're welcome. Go home. Right. Hey, man, who was? Apparently, wow. apparently this prince was his best friend in the past, is what he said. Oh, my God. So, that's ridiculous. Next time that comes around, you just say, listen. I've got $26 million for you. <laughs> Just slide me that bank account information. Wow. I tell you, man, people are strange when it comes to that shit. I mean, I guess you always want it to be true. You, you always want, want it to be true. You want that windfall, the lottery, the anything. I just hope I never have to work a day in my life. All the money, all my dreams. You want that quick buck, man. For a, for a dollar. Everyone knows that's for sale for a dollar. That's right. Everything's for sale for a dollar. Well, there's a chance for a dollar. Yeah. Right. And so it's you're free. saying there's a chance. So, you see, actually, I got one point. You can say that, but if you don't buy a lottery ticket, you can't say that. Well, yeah, but I'm there's not saying that no about the lottery. If you don't buy a lottery ticket. Anyways, so today, Jonathan is going to take us even further down the space hole. Wait, we are going down a space hole, correct? We are. We're going to venture off into talking about 
six theories of aliens among us. All right. How many of them have celebrities being aliens? As in Men in Black. Uh, Technically zero, because these are actually (laughs) real theories of possibilities, not fictional. They're They're all scientifical and whatnot. Yeah, they're real. They're not fake. Mm, are they, though? Okay, so theories. We'll, we'll be so, the judge of this. The men in black theory that aliens are posing as celebrities is so, equally valid. Uh, yes, yeah, sure. it is. Sure. It is possible. I actually do have one that says that's not based on these six. We have the six, and then we have two other ones, too. Okay. But the six are actually, like, scientifically backed and stuff. Okay. But Would... then the other two are supposedly that way, but you don't really know. All right, lay it on me, brother. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go. Theory one. All right, well, we'll talk about it when we come back. Oh. Boy. All right. Are we ready? We are. Which means I need to put my headphones back on. Probably. Okay. So do the other two bozos. Yeah. Bozos. I'm ready with the Ken's concern, but I'm not going to talk about what's on the sheet. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, that was from you posted that. I know, I know, and I would like to talk about it someday, but I've got a couple. I've got something else on it. He's got something more pressing. I've got another another hot button issue that's uh, grinding my gears today. It's hot. Ooh. It's hot to trot. Yep. All right, let's do this. All right. So there's actually eight, and that was on this sheet. And the first one is the rare earth theory. Basically, we are unique. The rare earth hypothesis argues that planets with complex life, like Earth, are extremely rare. And that the intelligent extraterrestrial life is highly improbable, hence we are one of a kind. So that's not a theory about why there's aliens I believe on this is the height of hubris. Yeah, that I, I don't believe. I think because of how vast. I mean, if you think about the, the chances of us even is so in, infinitesimally small. And if we can exist and how vast the universe is. There's got to be something else out there. Now, is it near us? Probably not. The odds of that are even smaller. Chances of us actually t- getting in contact with them, I don't, I don't really buy. But I think it's ridiculous to believe that we are the only intelligent form of life in the, yeah. in the universe. I don't know if I agree. I, 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 say, I feel like this theory is so far improbable. I mean, it's possible. All these theories are possible, but it's, it's improbable. Well, right. Okay. We're the center of the universe, and God loves us. The sun goes around the earth. Yeah. If mm-hmm. see, and that's another thing. Even from a religious standpoint, like it seems like he's, yeah. If there were, yeah, if God created us, then he didn't just create us, like right. Like he's got he's all like, of well, the they, time. Even even like right now, he'd be like, God, fuck this up. Let's try. Let's start again. Yeah. Let's do this. Let's a do over. Yeah. yeah, take a mulligan. Well, technically, God lives outside of time, so technically... Mulligan, dude. We're in the fact of a mulligan right now. Oh, we're, we're totally just, mulligan. We're just... To us, the time continues on, but he's already like moved on. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's why he hasn't had the second coming yet. Because right. he just gave he up. He forgot. Yeah, well, no, he, he's going ahead and went to the next he's gotta, step. He's going to get around to it eventually. But he like, forgot to turn the computer gonna, off. Yeah, he wrote us off as he's, a lost he's cause. He's going to send Josh back to the Earth at some point whenever he remembers that this program's still running. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. All right, theory two. The Gayan bottleneck. Gayan bottleneck? Yep, G-A-I-A-N. Okay. Yeah. This theory says Gaian. that... Gaian. Gaian. Gaian bottleneck. Okay. 
this theory says that the other people living on other planets, they just didn't survive. The Gaian Bottleneck Hypothesis by astrophysicist Dr. Adataya Chopra. It's not important. Chopra. <laughs> address the Chopra. alien Deepak, being... Deepak Chopra. Deepak Chopra. <laughs> His cousin. Just that alien beings are all dead. Uh, they simply didn't make it. D-E-D-D. So, so really, this is, this is a list of why aliens aren't? Yeah, it's not why they're here. It's why they are yeah, not Yeah, it's why, they're, why, they're, why there are not aliens among them. I think it's just theory on aliens' life in general. Alien well, yeah, this is just talking about different theories of aliens. And stuff. Okay. Then we're going right, to get to so a theory. All the other aliens have died off. Correct. Right. How do we know that? Uh, we, well, we, it, it would be where we're at right now still. Because science. Well, I'm just like, does it talk about her or his or Dr. Chopra's um, hypothesis in any way or... Is just mention that it exists. No, just mathematically, the rise like, and fall like, of civilizations that they just don't line that, up. That's not math. That's not math that exists. You can't quantify that. Like you don't know how many. Like we discover a new Earth analog like every week. It feels like one of them probably has intelligent life on it. So it goes on to say, life forms on habitable planets failed to emerge quickly enough to stabilize the planet and pave the way for more life. I mean, that's entirely possible, like all these are, but sure. that doesn't, yeah, that, I'm sure that's happened. I, I have no in doubt fact, that it has I'm happened. I'm willing to say 100% that somewhere in the universe that has happened. But I'm, oh, yeah, but I'm also sure. willing to say that it, somewhere in the universe that hasn't happened, and there's a civilization at least as advanced as we are. Yeah. Theory well, three? The Great Filter. Oh, it gets filtered mm. out. Earth was subject to the Great Filter. Five mass extinction-level events, but nevertheless evolved complex creatures. What if all habitable planets were hit with killer asteroids, scorched by solar flares, torn apart by uh, geographical upheavals, seared by supernova blasts or gamma-ray burst radiation, and that all of the world's only Earth successfully hurdled the uh, stumbling blocks? So Earth was the only planet that survived all five of those things happening thus far. These are Again, all related is, theories. They're almost yeah, the same all the theory, same. Yeah. This is all uh, reasons why we are God's chosen people. Yeah, this is all right. egocentric again. Mm. Again, the high Now, hubris. can I guarantee you that that has happened on other planets? Yes. Yeah. I yeah. can say again with 100% certainty that that has happened on other planets. At least three of them were Galactus. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> The Great Silence. Alas, we're not worth it. We're not worth it. The Great Silence Hypothesis Mm -hmm. posits that advanced beings who belong to a Type 3 civilization on the Kardashian scale, able to harness the energy output for a whole galaxy, simply do not uh, reach out to insignificant carbon-based humans. Why? Because Type 0 bipeds. Okay, right. so basically every other alien life form are the Vulcans waiting for us to <laughs> basically... We're too primitive for their interest. Yeah, right. hit light yeah. speed. Huh? Yeah, and that's that's entirely the, uh, possible. What if, what if they are light beings? Like, what if aliens are... They probably could be. What if, like, I mean, I've seen episodes about aliens. Star Trek. So, like, there's aliens living in that lamp? The, and all the particles coming off of that lamp right now are just little just tiny aliens. aliens. Just streams... Aliens. Aliens. They're just anal probing you right now. Man. 
Why am I not enjoying it, though? You are. No, no. You are, Pete. You're alive on the I'll, Flix Podcast. I'll notice when it stops. The party just ended. Thank God the lamp over there is still on. That's right. Right? Pete's got two lamps right oh, behind him. That really puts into point of view the new trend of bum sunning. <laughs> <laughs> That's a trend? Apparently so. Apparently it's like some viral thing now where people are like, Sticking their ass to the sun and like so they can get their taint some sunlight. Sunburn. I'm not saying this I'm is doing a really this. awkward long pause. <laughs> right, That's where what everyone pictures. Yeah, it's almost like we're watching, that. waiting for a video to load. <laughs> oh Next, God. please. Next, please. Next video. Yeah. Okay. No. The thing about those things is not that somebody thought of that because people are stupid. Is it somebody believed things. it? Yeah, that there's like three other people being like, "Yeah, I will give you money for that." Oh yeah, sure. Next. The early birds hypothesis. We're the first? We are the first. Earth had a head start. And a study, Dr. Peter Brozy said that... It's a bro. 14 billion years and we got the head start? Yeah. Seems unlikely. It does seem unlikely. But... <laughs> uh, said that compared to all the planets that will ever form in the universe, the Earth is actually quite early. The last star will burn out 100 trillion years from now, and 92% of planets are yet to be born. Hmm. We are the first, but not necessarily the last. There's another egocentric one for you, Ken. Right, it just keeps getting better. Well, we've only had one non-egocentric, and that was the one that says we're too primitive for anybody to pay attention to. Right. Which I feel like is pretty... Seems super likely. Super likely, yeah. I mean, there could even be the fourth dimension. I wonder if you're, like, hmm. super patriotic and super earth and super national would you believe more in the egocentric ones or would you choose the one that we we tend to like that we're not ready no the ones that america 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 we are the best in the galaxy damn straight the next hypothesis is but they can't not... point to the galaxy on a map <laughs> no like literally you could point anywhere and that some asshole can't point to it on a map that would be funny to put up a map, bring up a map of the solar system and be like, where's Earth? And people point to the sun. Right. If you show something revolving around it, mm-hmm. they want to be at the center. That's true. All right, what you got? Next is the not life as we know it hypothesis. You're going to have to explain this one. We've had it wrong all the time. ETs may not be biological beings like us at all. Noted astronomers Lord Martin Rees said they might be machines, not organic creatures. So we should be looking for solar harvesting, non-carbon-based structures instead of listening for radio signals. Now, take take that. It could be silicone-based, not no. carbon-based, right, Ken? It's possible. Yeah, there you go. It could be anything based. It could be light-based, as we just were talking about. Yeah, what do we know? Nothing. That's what we know. But, however, there was a, um, a star that they found a giant uh, object that was actually orbiting the sun that wasn't a planet. Oh, yeah? Because it wasn't having the uh, composite colors of it to be a planet. Interesting. So we might have found one. Sweet. It's a Death Star? No, more likely it's... uh, What's the forge from Ragnarok? (laughs) Oh, yeah, the Ragnarok. It's a ring around a star. Wouldn't that be hilarious if we found out the Norse gods were real? Mm -hmm. 
And you're like, that's who got it right. Yeah. But like hundred yeah. percent spot on all of the other religions, totally false Norse religion. You're like, son of a bitch. What would you do? Huh? I think it'd be hilarious and I would love yeah. it. What would you do though? Nothing. I would do nothing right. differently. No. Drink more beer. Yeah. Be patriotic about it. Maybe, maybe, maybe so you would embrace it. Yeah, maybe talk sure. to Odin a little bit. Because those guys you can relate to. Yeah. Like they're powerful, but they're just people. Is how they explain all that stuff. They've got certain jobs. They got shit to do. You know, you can probably sit down with Thor, have a beer. You but know, he's fun. Yeah. You know what? You know what? Here's here's how I got introduced to Norse mythology. Like Loki's really just working on a stand up routine. Like yeah. Oh, I can't wait to see a special on uh, Netflix. <laughs> Yo, Loki's special stand up. Yeah. Or do you think he'd be more like a close up magic kind of guy? The tricksters. Yeah. The name of a stand-up like, is like, it's just mead. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways, oh, so... He's going to be like Chris Angel or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're done. Oh, that would be... Which is really just like, you know, him sitting in a glass bowl for three days. Like... Come on, Loki. You're as... better than this. I, I remember that guy. Shitty. Chris Angel? Mm-hmm. Shitty uh, magic show. tricks. I remember yeah. Johnny Angel. I, 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 would, I, would, I loved him. Johnny Angel. <laughs> And David Copperfield, uh, yeah, that's that's see, that's that's the kind of Loki I'm thinking of. David Copperfield, same hair and everything. Just put him in like uh, Tom Hiddleston's suit, like David Copperfield and Tom Hiddleston's Loki suit. Did you guys ever go mm. see David Copperfield? He's super lame too. I've like, seen him twice. So I've seen him on TV. Really? You ever seen yeah, him in life twice. Seen, did, did, did he Not, make the Hoover Dam disappear? No, is that, no, is that what you were? No, it was like a little show, um, twice. I. I I, I didn't choose. It was when I was a kid, and I think my mom went, and like my grandmother took me another time to see David Copperfield. David Copperfield. Because they thought he was sexy. They I just, don't know why. We had, we had an illusionist at Whiting not long ago. His name was Jay Owenhouse. I'm like, I've never even heard of this guy. Oh, like, oh. this is what we this is what we get now. Was he any good? I don't know. I didn't go. Magic <laughs> I don't know this guy. He might be great, but I'm magic care. nerds. I only care about things I already know about. There's you on you. There's a YouTube video to explain how they do every magic trick. You can really, it really sucks the fun out of magic. For Just you. I no. try to avoid those because that's no fun. It's a bummer. Yeah, that's the same. It's, for me, it's the same thing about like knowing how to um, knowing how roller coasters work. It takes all the fun out of it. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. No, it, you're still it riding. A I, have, I have no interest in going on roller coaster. Cause I, no, because flying. No matter what happens, you're hour. safe. That's. I know. Are you though? Yeah. Mostly safe. Uh, the chance you got a better chance of winning the lottery than you do dying on a roller coaster. That's probably true. David Copperfield has not aged well. No, he looks like the a skeleton. Not been kind. <clears throat> no, he looks only slightly better than Siegfried and or Roy. After the tiger. <laughs> right. So apparently last year he it's was pretty sued. low bar though. In fairness, so David Copperfield had to reveal secrets of the Lucky Thirteen vanishing trick and lawsuit. Five of its greatest tricks. Uh why? An audience member has filed for negligence lawsuit after David Copperfield saying that he was injured after taking part in a trick. Oh, so he had to divulge his trick to prove that he wasn't in, that he didn't injure the guy, right, or girl or whoever. With oh. David Copperfield, it's probably a girl because he's a little handsy feely. He's a little. No, nope, it was a dude. He's still touchy feel. A little. He's just, you know, open. Yeah. I thought they didn't actually. I thought that. I don't know. It seems like they're almost. They're never like just like regular cast members. They're always planted. Oh yeah, they're total oh, plants. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember when he made the Statue mm. of Liberty disappear? It was a big thing on TV. I remember yeah. it happening. Yeah. But. I mean, I couldn't tell you what it was on TV. What's what's yeah. the end game of that? It's basically just like holding your hand over somebody's face, being like, "Oh, it's gone now." Yeah, pretty much. 
or like some mirror version of that. The entire like, audience. Oh, it's gone. Yeah, the entire audience is planted on that one. From this vantage point, yeah. <laughs> you can't see it. Gone. From this camera angle, there's no Statue of Liberty. Right. right. Well, first of all, you're pointing the camera at Ellis Island. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was the thing. So of course, like, there's a from Go. There wasn't even a Statue of Liberty there. All We're right, in Texas. <laughs> Surprise! There is no Statue of Liberty. And there never Apparently, it happened in 1983. Been. How do I remember that? What the Statue of Liberty thing? Yeah, it happened in 1983. Yeah, I remember seeing it. I thought I did too, but that was before. I that have. was before I the was restoration. One. But there's no there's way. There's actual video of it on YouTube. Yeah, I remember seeing that, but there's no way I can remember seeing that because I was four. That's because no, that's it mm-hmm. happened. It was later yeah. than that because when they were actually shooting that. The reason the Statue of Liberty disappeared is because the Ghostbusters took it and like, they walked down <laughs> off the island and into Manhattan. That was 86. I know. That's what I say. It was later than 83. Oh, okay. All right. What are we on? What was our last theory? Uh, the, the dead weight theory? The, well, the last one <laughs> that was... humans just uh, aren't pulling it. There was, uh, we don't deserve aliens. <laughs> right. They're here. They just don't want us. The last one was the whole, uh, we don't know what they are. What oh, the it could be anything. That's right. Exist in a different dimension mm-hmm. than us. Right. There's so they're two, here, but we can't see them. Yeah, there's two more. So there's uh, the next one is the long road ahead of us. Uh, basically, the we got a long way to long. go. Uh, a lot more searching to do. SETI has barely scratched the surface of the radio universe. Uh, there are many more wavelengths to scan, so we shouldn't give up hope yet. Well, yeah, we shouldn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, that golden record is going to hit somebody. Here's wow. my here's my head. here's my question. We're searching for radio signals. Yeah, well, this is why we have from a space another, force from now. another planet. Mm-hmm. From a distance. What is it that makes us so certain that they're sending out radio signals? Because that's what we do, and we think we're the only ones that can do things. Well, because it's easy enough to do. So there's life out there. They have to be just like us. They have to be doing the same things as us. This is the this is the problem with the search for extraterrestrial life. We think they're like radio us. waves are easy to create, and we were doing it accidentally for years before we figured out that they were blasting into space. Aliens, That's they're just like us. Sorry. That's except a good com- T-shirt. Except completely different. Aliens, they're just like us. Yeah. Except for they run the government. What if some of us are aliens? That's a possibility too. Honestly, we're gonna get to that, aren't we? Like, well, mm-hmm. if me and you are aliens, and they're not. But even, but even we don't know it? Exactly. Ooh. Well, what if we're all Martians? Is that on the list where everybody just came from Mars? Because Mars we died. Mars died when we came because from Mars. Because L. Ron That's Hubbard was right. List. Oh, man, that would be the worst. When, Can you imagine if we all had to swallow mind? that pill? Yeah, oh. Scientology was true. You're like, motherfucker. I'd rather be a Buddhist. Right. It's nothing wrong with Buddhists. Suicide all over the world of just like, I can't, no. no I would immolate no. you, me, and everybody like, else. Like, forget <laughs> Like, Tom Cruise was right this whole time. Oh, can you, yeah, how if do you, you had, If you had that? to accept the, 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 the correctness of Tom Cruise and... He basically becomes, like, the Pope of humanity. Yeah. He's the, got the beeline pope to Tom God. Pope Tom Yeah. Or worse, John Travolta. Wow. Pope Travolta. Well, he's like Cardinal Travolta. Cardinal Travolta. <laughs> he's, he's not Pope. He's not Pope. He doesn't... No, yeah. I think in that fight, I think Cruz would definitely win because he wants it more. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cruz, yeah. Cruz definitely would want to be Pope Cruz. Yeah, he, he'd, he'd kill John Travolta for a chance to be Pope. Yeah. And Travolta Ooh. would be fine with being a Cardinal. Yeah. 
long as there's little boys around here, it's fine. Poor Kelly Preston. All right, what we got? Next and last on this list is an exactly far, far away. It's just they're just too far away. Star Wars? No. Forty-six point five billion light years is the distance to the edge of the observable universe. That's really far. Yeah, it is. Uh-huh. We've scanned for ET signals in just about 40,000 light years from Earth. We have even outpassed the bounds of our own galaxy, which is 100,000 light years wide. Right. So alien intelligence could simply be too far away for our current technology to reach. That's what I'm going with. Yeah, I, I'm, that's probably accurate. Or in that same vein, like if those places had made a signal it takes that long for it to get to us so they could be simultaneously right now all over the galaxy shooting making signals, signals but people. we're not going to know about yeah. it for another thousand years so, well right. and that's and, and that civilization and, could and, be dead yeah and gone and there, and there's the another there's another yeah. thing it's like they were advanced enough a thousand years ago to send the radio waves out what if they what if they're not extinct what if they're just a thousand years ahead of us they, right. Yeah, there you well, go. Well, that's Stephen Hawking's thing is like, hey, guys, maybe we should just shut up a little bit. Yeah. Or else they're going to find us. And odds the are. The Independence Day theory, like just like yeah. stop tempting fate. I mean, honestly. I don't disagree with it. Like I'm, I'm absolutely 100% convinced that there is life on other planets. There's probably life on other planets that we've already discovered. Ooh. Probably. Just because they're not sending out signals and making it obvious. Like from a distance, the Earth, you can't tell the Earth is populated. Well, it's kind of smoggy. by radio waves you can. But. Sure, but like I'm saying, based on based on based on vision, based on our vision. Okay. Which is basically what we're doing at this point. We're looking at other planets. Right. Just whatever light bounces there's back. There's a very from good it. chance that there's there's there, there's there's a planet in the in the habitable zone of a star somewhere out there right now that has life on it, and they're just not like, hey guys, here we are. Yeah. They figured they've already figured out they don't want that to happen. Well, or you take maybe the, they've uh, seen our movies. The RC, Arthur C. Clarke version where there's just life everywhere. Maybe it's just in different forms. Where like on Jupiter right now, there are like mile-wide like manta rays essentially made out of gas eating other gas and gas monsters and shit. Mm-hmm. Kind of interesting where like in his version, like everything has life on it. Which seems to make more sense to me is if we're not super special and the only ones alive, why wouldn't life just be tenaciously fighting to to pull together yeah, I remember compounds the, of one of the, the moons galaxy. of Saturn is a frozen ice. There's a frozen ocean. There's a there's Europa. A Europa. Yeah, there's ocean under the like. There's mm-hmm. there could be life in that ocean. There's yeah. under the absolutely ice. liquid water. Like, sure, why not? Would you go swimming mm-hmm. there? I would not. That'd be cold. I don't like the idea of being stuck under the ice. Just wear a dry suit. I guess. No, I'd hang I don't out like in the water. You'd hang a what? I'd hang out in a submarine. In a submarine. I wouldn't go swimming there. I'd hang out in a battleship. I don't know how thick, I don't think that ice is. Battle like, marine. Eventually, I'm going to run out of air. I need to get to the surface. You know, mm. I'm in a submarine. At least I've got oxygen. It's true. That's a valid point. But there could be kelp monsters. There could probably be are. There could be submarine eaters. Yeah. yeah. One bike. It could be like tra- it could be like episode one where you're traveling through the water core of the planet and there's right. like gigantic fish monsters. You mean the planet core? The planet core. Planet core. So their planet wasn't at all lava or metal. No, no, it was, a, it, 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 it was it was it was it was yeah, it was a water core. So it was also really bad. It moon. doesn't have a magnetosphere in any way, nope. shape, or form because there's Here, no. Apparently. They don't need one. Iron spinning in the middle. Nope. 
I mean, it made Jar Jar Binks do. Feel like there would have been a lot it's more broken. radiation. I, I, I would admit. Well, you know, it's it's, so, it's the mo- the humidity level keeps it oh, at because <laughs> <laughs> of all the water. I heard there was a lot of deadly ra- radiation here on Naboo. It seems so nice. Like, oh yeah, no, no, it's the humidity. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Finally, something humidity is good for. <laughs> That, All right, not that, not getting bloody noses. Okay, we have some. We have some. F- the last two theories are fun theories, right? Well, it's just one. Oh, so final theory. So I sent it to you, so you could read it. Oh, I didn't want to butcher it. You're gonna butcher it like it's meat. There's names in it. He's there's not good with them. There's names and fancy words. I figured not, 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 not his bag. So, should we take a break real quick and then come back and read it? I got it up right now. If you want to just power just it through. It. Okay. Here we go. Well, this is a CNN story, so take take that for what it's worth. Aliens definitely exist, and they could be living among us on Earth, says Britain's first astronaut. From CNN. Like Aliens. He's the first one, or like he selected? Like, <laughs> uh, like, like being first sea lord or something. Like. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's first, first lord of space here. First astronaut. All right. Aliens definitely exist. Britain's first astronaut has said, and it's possible they're living among us on Earth, but have gone undetected so far. Helen Sharman, who visited the Soviet Mir space station in 1991, told the Observer newspaper on Sunday that aliens exist. There's no two ways about it. The only one who's who's actually seen them, I heard, is uh, Roddy Roddy Piper. With the special glasses. (laughs) But he died. So, Anyways, here's a quote. There are so many billions of stars out there. In the- I don't know why there's a southern <laughs> why, bell. But- why are you doing that? Just read it. She's a British. She's a right. British. Okay. There are so many billions of stars out there in the racist. universe. I don't know. <laughs> there must be all sorts of different forms of life, she went on. A fiddly dee. Yeah. Will they be like you and me, made up of carbon and nitrogen? Maybe not. Then, in a tantalizing theory that should probably make you very suspicious of your colleagues, Charmin added, it's possible they're here right now and we simply can't see them. Charmin was the first of seven Britons to enter space. That was a weird transition. Anyways, the chemist spent eight days as a researcher on a space mission when she was 27, making her one of the youngest people to enter orbit. Charmin is not the only person to speculate that we've had brushes with aliens, though. She went negative by now. Yeah. A former Pentagon official who led a secret government program to research potential UFOs revealed in 2017 told CNN at the time that he believes there's evidence of alien life reaching Earth. Elsewhere in her interview, Sharman said there is no greater beauty than looking at the Earth from up high because that adds to her argument. Anyways, I'll never forget the first time I saw it, she added. Sharman also discussed her frustration with observers defining her by her sex. People often describe me as the first British woman in space, but I was actually the first British person. I'm telling that we would otherwise assume it was a man, she said. When Tim Peake went into space, some people forgot about me. This has nothing to do with aliens. Right. And also, in this article, they introduced her as the first woman in space. Uh, Did they? Um, No? Did I remember it right? Britain's first astronaut. Ah, okay. Well, good for Um, them. Okay, so basically she said that aliens exist and could live among us that we can't see them. And then she went on to say that a guy overshadowed her, which is probably also true. Right. But it doesn't really state any evidence to their theory. No. But there is no evidence to say that maybe we look like we do because that's the way it happens. Like, 
when you just have complex life forms, they all end up five fingers, five toes, bipedal. You think so? No, not really, but it could be. Yeah, I mean, we don't I mean, know. It all could I be. I mean, water pulls together in the same way, no matter what planet it's on, right? We assume that. So why wouldn't, if we're mostly water, all of the things that pull together to make people, why wouldn't they pull together in the same shape? Or whatever, however things joined to make life on Earth, they, right. I mean, it's it all joins a, the same way other places? Yeah, it's all about the, the chemical connections the electromagnetic forces like all those forces are still the same so if you're using the same right but but there's there's a lot of catastrophes that happen on earth to make us the dominant life form right like at one point fish and bacteria were the dominant life form then the great dying happened and then people things crawled on land and then lizards and reptiles were the uh the dominant life form and then a meteor happened and then mammals survived that nuclear winter and then when we survive our nuclear winter, the cockroaches will take over the world. Right. And then we'll have cockroach bug people look a lot like Ken. You should all be afraid. I know. Cockroaches are terrifying. If they all look like you, I wouldn't be afraid, though. We should. Why? Because... You're mm-hmm. cute and cuddly. Can you Ken... imagine having to marry someone who looked like me? Yeah, Ken can right. handle himself. I man. can, mm-hmm. and I would be okay with it. But see, you're still seeing his bones man. on the inside. He needs an exoskeleton. Oh. I mean, it's better than marrying Pete. Oh, man, Ken with an exoskeleton? Well, than marrying Pete. And wings? What kind of wings, though? Are they angel wings? No, they're little wink, fly wink. Yeah. wings. Or... Wink, <laughs> wink, nudge, nudge. Big angel wings. I'm singing lead vocals for Leonard Skinner. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Wearing a tuxedo t-shirt. So, around the table, let's say if we think aliens exist or not, and what you think is probably the most idealistic reason of your answer. The the, the reason why we chose the answer that we have? Right. So, Danon, you're up first. I think that aliens exist somewhere. Whether or not they're here right now... That is a really good one. I've gone back and forth on that. Like, I've thought they're here. Maybe, here, you know, Roswell happened. And unlikely. But if they are here, they're running the show. Right? Because they're not... You don't fly they're, across they're the, the galaxy globally. and then, like, take orders from Donald Trump. That just doesn't happen. So did you see... So Donald Trump is the alien. Did you see Tim... Eh, pawn for the alien. Or maybe he is the alien. Maybe that's how they think we. Maybe he sold the soul of the aliens. That's, that's how, how they, they think our accent president. sounds. You think you think there's like an like a, a he's like a sack of snakes or something, and like there's aliens inside him moving him and it's actually his like feet. nine little aliens stacked on top of each other's shoulders <laughs> trying to drive this human shape. So Pete's cousin Tim shared a comic the other day of and it was Roswell when the alien crash landed. And the alien was getting arrested, and it was. Oh, and Trump ran Trump off was naked. running away naked, and it was like, yeah, no, uh, he's getting away. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I thought that was funny. It was funny. Ken, what's your answer? I've already stated that I think that uh, aliens exist. Um, so, yeah, they do. And I think they've been here before, and I think they've pretty much sworn off the notion of coming back. I think they also exist because. It's just too vast for them not to. I mean, if it can happen yeah. here, it can happen somewhere else. Um, and I think that we're, they're in the same boat we are. I think everything's just too far apart. I think they think they're the only ones in the universe. That's what I think. I don't think they were advanced enough. And if they did, they would wipe us out completely. We would lose. We would lose that battle. 
So yeah, Will Smith does not save us in this. No. Episode. Imagine a scenario. I'm sorry, Jay. Go ahead and and, and give us your thoughts. I I totally think aliens exist, and I actually think of two things. A, they're either living with us right now, and we just don't know it. As Dana put it earlier, the Men in Black celebrity impersonators are our alien friends, or they just like to observe, and that we might actually be. A science project. That seems pretty likely. I had that thought before. Like we were like, I don't want to get all Scientology, but like our planet was seeded to see what happens. Mm-hmm. That's why. That's why we can't find the missing link. Right. Well, we're getting closer to that. But no, seeded at the very beginning. Like, like there was water on the planet, and they threw something in it. Let's see what crawls up on land. Yeah. Would that make right. them God? Technically, it would. Well, does yeah. that make you God if you have kids? Technically, yes. Actually, she did write me a very nice note. Said <laughs> I was like God to her. It's very sweet. I mean, you could play the part and get them to believe but it you are. It doesn't make no, it doesn't track. It's no. weird. So yeah, no science experiment, maybe. Can you imagine a scenario by which life on another planet started the exact same time ours did? Sure. Exact moment. Yeah. It's a race. And. There's no religion there. Hence, no Dark Ages. Oh. So John Lennon came from that planet. So just basically, no, how, just, how much farther advanced would they be without how much more, the... Yeah, without, without having stalled human advancement for a thousand years. Where that society would be now versus where we are now. Well, they might have destroyed themselves. Or fixed the issues. Right, that's it's one see, of the two outcomes. See, my thought is that if they are, if they are among us, let's 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 imagine a scenario where human life exists on another planet, exactly the same as ours. Look the same, everything, but they had no dark ages, so they're a thousand years more advanced. Maybe they've solved intergalactic travel, and they've come here, and they're living among us. You think so? It's entirely plausible. Are they confused by the concept of knights? Because they never had dark ages. Probably. Which means they can't have Jedi. Because they, they can't have, have space knights. They just have a different name for it. Mm, I don't know. Did they have sword combat? Then they would never have been. They would be like. Um, well, maybe they're advanced enough now that they. They would be what Jedi. legions, right? Like. Right. How about this? How imagine this? Imagine they did come to the planet. What would they like about us? Tacos. Tacos rock. I would probably I would go with um music. Probably probably our humor. If they could understand it. I don't know. I mean humor is so We're pretty funny specific. It is. Right. But laughter is pretty much the same. We're pretty funny. I would think the concept of our diversity would be fascinating to them. Yeah. Let's say the concept, because we don't really celebrate our diversity anymore like we used to. But the idea that humans can coexist, humans of such disparate and diverse backgrounds, can coexist would be fascinating to anyone. Not, but can we coexist? World. We have been for quite a while. We're teetering. Why We've would been you think teetering. They're, they're not disparate type people? Yeah. I've always thought that was weird about like Star Trek and, and really any of them. There's like, oh, this is that race. And they're all the same. 
Well, you know, across the board. Like eventually, we're going to sure, be like beige. Sure, you know, it, it's it's likely that there would be there would be regional diversity on any planet that's an Earth analog. But let's, if you consider the fact, if you consider the notion that, say, the um, the world is mostly water, let's say, and there's one continent, like most Australian people are the same. Well, I, actually, no. Australia is a bad like, example. But I was going to say, say like, that's uh, a really a bad terrible, example. Terrible example. Is the Aboriginals and the um, British. Yeah, like yeah. South America. Like, all South Americans are pretty much the same. Had they never, like, had the, had had Eastern Europeans never come, or had, had Europeans never come to South America. Most most indigenous South Americans are relatively the same. Okay. So if you have one continent, everybody on that planet is pretty much the same. Well, mm. we had Pangaea, and there were differences of when when Pangaea was around. Like there were a vast amount of different species. Oh, absolutely, yes, animal. but not humans. Well, no, because we were all monkeys at the time. But there were differences in monkeys. But 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 what I, but what I'm saying is humans started as one group that were pretty much all the same and started to migrate. Two groups got different. And then so we're all going to get this adapted again. to different based on the condition. Now, mm-hmm. if there weren't, if there wasn't as much need for adaption, mm-hmm. would they all stay the same? See, it seems like there would be even more need for adaption culture. if you could travel the cosmos. You'd find a planet and be oh, like, eventually, oh, eventually, well, yeah. These are the ice planet, our aliens. Sure. And this is the desert planet, aliens. And we found the forest aliens. They came and visit us. And we think they all look the same because they're all forest aliens. But if we knew the whole, they're all culture, trees. Right. So basically, what are, and like what constantly in New York City, Central Park, bone and trees. What are trees? What, what if trees are aliens? Ooh, they are alive. What if they can talk to each other? So what say. if are we tree aliens? Because if we are forest dwellers, Trillions, That's what I'm calling us. Trillions. Trillions. Well, tree aliens. Trillions. We're we're temperate climate aliens. <laughs> need to write that down. Trillions. I like that word. Trillions. Copyright hmm. meme right now. Take it. I sue you. Well, but I mean, if you look at your lungs, it's essentially a tree. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've seen that picture floating mm-hmm. around recently, too. Yeah, where they're taking and showing how everything's basically just shaped up trees. Right. It's weird. Well, I mean, when you think about it, even the incredibly diverse forms of life on this planet are essentially, you know, you, you trace that whole thing back, started from one thing that right. was alive. So the fucking zygotes. Is that thing common throughout the universe can you expect the same kind of trajectory of life on any one given planet if the if the base is the same right well like it starts with like single-celled organisms so you've got like an amoeba or whatever squirting around swallowing up other things you've got like little uh let's see what is it the bacteria the flagellum they got a little whip they're flipping around like fish mm-hmm. almost with this tail that moves them or you've got the other ones um, with the cilia that kind of propel them like a, a centipede or a millipede or something. And then all those legs kind of pull in together and then you end up with fingers, right? Like all of these things, it's essentially the same starting point. Just this one mutated a little bit, was, did well, but again, propagated. It sat out in the sun for too long. compared to again, the other again, right. Once again, it had to adapt. Right. And if the need for adaption wasn't as diverse... Would they evolve differently, or would they all end up the same? 
I think they would evolve differently in the same way. They would evolve differently because of the randomness of mutation. Right, but it's still within the same realm of possibilities. They're the well, same scope for mutation. They yeah. start with the same traits. Well, let's let's just say, you know, you have you start with the same bacteria or, or amoeba, right? They're they're doing fine. One of them has a mutation and develops lung. Right. Or some some kind of organelle that can breathe water or air, right? But the other ones are doing fine, right? That's why they're still here. But this here. one is figured out that, oh, look, there's all kinds of this food source that only I can get to, mm-hmm. right? So that's going to develop differently. And mutation caused it, even though it, this one didn't have to adapt. Like, it didn't have to adapt where it was because it was fine. But it just, mutation happened, and now it's fine somewhere else. And then mutation happens again, and maybe it gets wings, you know? Mm-hmm. But it doesn't have to because it doesn't have to adapt. Right, but it's, it's just a random mutation. So does that lead to a new species? Or because that random mutation was unnecessary, it only happens once. And so when that particular mutant goes to mate... It mates. And it then mates with one of its own kind, and then the mutation eventually breeds itself out. Or because continues. the mutant because the mutation appears as a recessive gene, but mm, I mean red hair has been a recessive gene for millennia. Yeah, <laughs> and the uh, gingers are breeding themselves to extinction. Right, but what I'm saying is by not if, mating with other gingers. Yeah, this say this mutation happens you know, who wants more to and do more. That? Oh, I just feel like because of the randomness of mutation, if everything had to adapt adapt the same, and it got to a point where it didn't have to adapt anymore, then yes, everything would be the same. But Genetically, mutations are random for the most part. And depending on how long it takes and how much time occurs, because our, our Earth is how old, Ken? Tell us. Four and a half billion. Four and a half billion. That's a long time. A long damn For time. random mutation to happen and to create something different. That's just 5.6. Or 5.9 now. Yeah. They keep changing it. Hmm. But it's, it's over 5 billion now. Well, let me let me make it easy. Weird that um, in the when last did the few great flood occur? No, <laughs> when did the great flood occur, Dane? I'm just kidding. Right. Oh, it was in at the year minus four thousand, right? Yeah, during Back, the epic of Gilgamesh, right? About a right? thousand you know? years after the Earth was created, mm-hmm. right? During the mm-hmm. first story ever written in cuneiform, epic of Gilgamesh, where there was a great flood. Oh no, no, no it was it was different than that one. Oh, it was, it was the You're right said, one. The right flood. The right flood. Not the one not we adapted. Not the one we adapted from another culture. Exactly. Oh, you mean like everything in that <laughs> entire, uh, gosh, what do you want to call that universe? Canon. Canon. Yeah. <laughs> a loose canon. Yes, it's a good. very loose canon. Do we have any mm. other threes? That's all I brought today. That's all we got. That's all we got. Ken. No, I got. Are you theoried out? Running. All right. When we get back, I'm we're going to talk out. about uh, music. We're going to do music, or are we let Ken rant? We're no, gonna, it's two music. We're gonna do. We're gonna talk about some music plagiarism. All right. Ooh. Well, enjoy this song while we're gone.
Everybody get up. All right, folks. Welcome back to the Blix podcast. Um, we're going to talk about music plagiarism. Yay! Yay! That sounds like so, fun. So it's a big. It's actually a big thing right now. Um, people no, are suing people. It's over sampling. The place. It's just. It's fine. Yeah. No, there's a difference. There, there big is. Yeah, there's a big difference. So what I just played was Blurred Lines, and because um, they they recently lost a lawsuit, um, <clears throat> for plagiarism. And this lawsuit is the reason why you're seeing all of these cases pop up. Because we're going to listen to some songs today. We're going to listen to Blurred Lines for quickly again. We're going to listen to the song that it was compared to. Um, oh, and then we'll make a decision on it, and then I'll get into that. Do but I, Do I still need that song? I closed it. Yeah, you're going to need that song. But we're going to talk real quickly about um, music plagiarism. Um, basically... The problem, the problem that you that we're having is music has become kind of restructured. It's been simplified late, late recently, so you can trace back to your top forty hits, which is all your pop stuff that none of us really listen to anymore. But most of it's all four, just four chords, right? C, F, G, and I forget. Um, I think E or D, one of the two. But because all these songs are constructed of the four major chords in pop. Um, you start to see plagiarism um, suits pop up here and there and everywhere. Um, I believe Lady Gaga is currently in a suit right now for the song that she did in the movie that she was just in. Um, and all that song was was a three-chord progression. Mm. Now, at what point does a chord progression become pl- plagiarism? Mm. Whenever you decide that it does. That's the problem. How good your lawyers are. Yeah. Here's yeah. the problem. So, who decides these plagiarism cases? An administrative law judge. A judge or sometimes a jury in some of these cases. Mm-hmm. Or if you're sensible, a mediator. Yeah. Nobody is. But, here's my issue with this. No money in that. Are any of the people deciding if these cases are plagiarism or not, are they musicians? Mm-hmm. Hit or miss. That's the issue. Mostly miss. Because the people that decided the Blurred Lines case were not musicians. I believe that was a jury case, right? So, so like all jury cases, it really hinges on emotion. Exactly. But a musician would be able to listen to something and say, yes, that's the same chord progression, but it's a chord progression in blues, or it's a jazz chord progression, okay? Or it's a, it's a standard chord progression you'd see anywhere going all the way back to Bach, right? Mm. Doodle. So at what point, where does it, where does it hmm. end? Where does plagiarism start? So, well, at the free use, right? So what is it, like 100 years or something? Um, free use, well, copyright ends uh, currently 75 years after the death of the artist, unless somebody renews it for them, or if they still have an active estate. Or if they're Disney. <laughs> right. Well, they just okay. keep renewing so if you can prove that your that. Chord, right. chord progression was used by Bach or someone right. equally super dead, right? You're free and clear. As long as there's not an active estate for the for that, which like, there is not one for Bach. Yeah, right. but well, like, but the Mike, point is, well, Michael Jackson's estate, right? But even everything estate. that he wrote, you can 
hopefully prove that there's I a would chord think progression you could probably, yeah, you'd probably go back and, and, and find something that predates Michael Jackson. He didn't he wasn't really known for inventing for inventive music. Hmm. I mean, Quincy Jones did most of his music. I, I would say, yeah, he's the king of pop. Pop, by definition, is not original. But how often have you heard a Michael Jackson song and say, oh, that sounds like... You don't. Say, so I've, I've heard a couple of other Even songs. Even beat that it, you like know, that standard, that standard bass line. Doom, 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 doom. It's a standard bass line. Doom, 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 doom. Where have you, else have you heard it? Hmm. So here's the point. A standard chord progression that you learn in music class, like a standard CFG, at what point does it become plagiarism if I play a CFG, even if I'm playing it in a different strum pattern? Or even if I'm playing it in the same strum pattern for a minute to transition to another? When does plagiarism begin? Hmm, good question. Exactly. So what you need to do, and the problem with some of these cases, and we're going to listen to some of these, and we're going to, we're going to talk about you know quickly what we think. Is it plagiarism? Is it not? Okay. Okay. Um, Jonathan, what do you got queued up, sir? Uh, I got the Beatles and Bobby Parker. All right. So what we're going to do, and the Beatles are, are one of these. There's actually a, more songs that people say the, the Beatles plagiarized. So we're going to listen to, first we're going to listen to I Feel Fine by the Beatles. And really, you only have to play probably the first 10 seconds or so to get it. All right. Whenever Jonathan can fire it up here. I see we're going 20 seconds. Okay, we can go 20. Actually, you don't even need to go 20. You can stop it here. All right, now we're going to listen to Bobby Parker's Watch Your Step. What's the difference in release dates? Bobby Parker is much earlier. Okay. Okay. So, what do we think? The Beatles stole that line. You think the Beatles stole that riff? It's that one. I mean, I'm sure there's some of these other ones that are a little bit more iffy, but that's pretty spot on, right? Like it's played the same tempo, the same. Yeah, I I feel like that's just a that's a that's a that that's just going to be something that's uniform. Jonathan. I think that's something that they can't copy. On the other hand, the the, the the Beatles have sampled, in quotation marks, other songs we're in gonna, their music. We're going to play another Beatles song, and it's going to be even more indicative of what they do. Now, this is not plagiarism. Um, if you listen to the second Bobby Parker, it is different. But you really mm. got to listen to it. It's different. But what the Beatles do and have done is they've listened. To, they're influenced by all these guys. Okay. Okay. Um, they actually sound like uh, there's a lot of their songs that are very close to Chuck Berry because they were big fans of Chuck Berry. Early Beatles. Early Beatles, not later Beatles. Not I mean anything past Revolver or Revolver and 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 is all them. But early Beatles. So when you listen to it again, or we're probably not going to listen. We don't have that much time. But the Bobby Parker is different. But what the Beatles do is they'll change it ever so slightly. Just enough. Just enough, mm. and then take it somewhere different. So if you were to listen to the songs throughout, the songs are completely different after that first initial part. Now, 
does that quantify plagiarism? Well, if instead of music, it was words. Right. So, so if I wrote, the we're sentence, gonna we're gonna talk about that in a second too. Right. So if I wrote the sentence, "The cat ran up the hill," and then in Pete's book, in ten years from now, Pete wrote, "The cat ran up the hill." Right. That's the point. But there's also context to that. Why did the cat run up the hill? Is the ex- all the paragraph exactly the same, or is just the right. line the same? Hmm. So it's tricky, right? And that's why you know I feel like they need experts, and I'm not an expert. By any means, I am not a musician. See, in my book, it was the cat ran up the hill to get Pete in his furry costume. And I wrote, the, the cat, cat ran, ran up, up the bill hill. to get me in my furry costume. Is that plagiarism? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> but if the cat sprinted up the hill. Ooh. Different. And, but if the paragraph is still the same. But actually, is that really different by just changing one word? Now we're getting into the whole thing where toy manufacturers yeah. were changing the, the little accent colors on the sides from red to yellow, and it was a completely different toy, and they were getting past customs with it that. Depends on what you painted it. Pat- yeah, like remember that uh, photo I posted of Rando? <laughs> yeah. The, the, the derpy uh, loner? Yeah. All right. See, that stuff isn't copyright, but it's, it's copyright. So, do you have Blurred Lines pulled up? I have Blurred Lines pulled up and got to give it to you. Okay, so we're going to play Blurred Lines, and we're going to play the song that it was compared to, and we're going to make a decision on it. Would we have awarded Marvin Gaye's estate the money? Go ahead. Which one are you playing first? Play Blurred Line first. I am. Okay. Everybody get up. You might have to play this one 20 seconds, how? Now that down, doom, 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 that's important. Alright, a little bit more. Okay. Now we're going to play um, Got to Give It Up by Marvin Gaye. That's all you have to play this time. I don't see it. I'm going to be honest. Right? I really don't. No. Okay, you can kill it. So, hold so on. what? Because I can actually play them over top of each other. Uh, can you? Yeah, they might have to You don't have to. I, don't, I think this one's pretty clear cut. Danon, would you have awarded the money for that? Not really. I mean, no. Uh, I don't think it's really even close. To be honest with you, this song was playing a little bit farther in advance. That was the song I was playing first. It sounded more like it later on in the song. I mean, you can definitely see where it's the rando version, but... It, it's different. It doesn't... Ken, what do you think, sir? I think it's different, but I think it's easy to... Um, it's kind of easy to uh, 
get them confused because they're kind of both singing at the same pitch. Exactly. Thank the you. Vo- the vocal track is it's kind of on that same and level. And the beat too. kind of has the same kind of feel to it, but it's different. And that down, like I said, that down thing's a part of like, doom, 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 doom. Yeah, he doesn't do that. Right, but it's just jazzing up. Like, it's definitely lifted. They're doing this song, the karaoke version, and doing the the vo- vocal warbling right. or whatever. But but that's not plagiarism. Because you can make that sound. Anybody can make it sound. Right. Doom, 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 right. Right. So you can kill it, John. So yeah, I mean so, it's yeah, it's not wanna... as similar as the other one. So so here's the here's the thing. So a jury awarded that as a copyright mm. infringement. And that's why everybody's jumping on anything that sounds even remotely close. Um, it's going to be a big problem. And that's why we need people that are like pros. Like musicians would have recognized that and say, no, that's completely different. No. Right. That's not plagiarism. So it's so. almost like if our, our legal system needed experts in fields other than general law, like there needs to be a music judge. Maybe. Who's the judge of music? Because if think about it, you're asking somebody to, to lay down a judgment that's important that has no clue about the science behind it. That's like putting a non-scientist in the, at the head of the right. whatever climate change. You know? That's the issue oh, that you're doing here. Nobody would ever do that. Right. right. It's oh crazy talk. Right. So we're going to do, we're gonna do so doing a couple more. Um, so you, what do you have? Uh, Katy Perry. Okay. This is Katy Perry Dark Horse. And then we're going to do Flame, and uh, Katy Perry did lose this. So what do you want me to play first? Katy Perry. Okay. There's an important part in, in both these songs. Okay, it's going to be against Annie Lennox and your rhythmics. <laughs> That's important. Listen to the beat behind. All right. Jonathan, you ready? We're going to do Flame Joyful Noise. This is a Christian um, Christian uh, music musician. disagree with this one and there's a different reason why i mean it's because it's trite it's it's because it's it's trite yes but it's the it's the vocals from him in the Katy perry song listen to how she starts it and then how oh that's the case it's not the not the beat not the the music too the beat's very similar because even what he's saying that's all pretty standard like hype man right isn't it Right, dude, dude, but it's slowed down. It's the same beat, but it's slowed down for Katy Perry. Yeah, uh, but that is it. That's a that's a three right. beat per progression. You could play that on any drum in the world. Boom, 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 boom. boom. One hand, and then you do two hands. Yeah. Like that's do, just do, drumming. Do, One do, hand, do. boom, 
boom, boom. I think what killed boom, this song boom, boom. is the is the yeah. voice over at the beginning. Ken, what do you think? I think all the good music's been written. <laughs> I mean, about this. Oh, about this one in particular. Um, gosh, you know, I just don't care. Um, no, I can I can see where the I can see where a jury would find that that exactly. was uh, that was definitely lifted and plagiarized, um, but at the same time, like, so, right? No, I mean, I don't know. I'd give everybody is influenced by somewhat somebody. This is a characteristic of musicians, and. It's not really a question of whether or not you're going to plagiarize their music. It's a question of how you're going to frame the narrative around plagiarizing their music. Like, oh, they're strong influence. I want to pay an homage. Like, right. Even just the karaoke version. Right. This is our live I still version. maintain that Kid Rock probably thing. never listened to Warren Zevon, but when he wrote that atrocious uh, summertime song, I mean, like, he stole Werewolves of London. Like, outright stole it. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. I don't care did. what anybody says, but that's been happening in music for years. Like I said, the Beatles. Um, if you, if, <laughs> all you need to love literally starts with the Marseillaise. Like, yeah. it's just what it is. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so what, what happens it, in music. What do you got? What do you got, Jonathan? Uh, whatever was next on the list. We're gonna we're gonna skip that one because we oh, have to listen God to it too much. Um, we're gonna go to um, what do you got? You got Led Zeppelin, Days and Confused. I can get to there in a second. Okay. Oh, are they supposed to have lifted this, or someone lifted from them? They lifted? Oh, yeah. Okay. So it seems like the theme is that young musicians with a, not a lot of talent that are pulling heavy from their influences here's, here's the are thing. the ones who are here's most Here's the thing about this, this song. Not only did they lift it, they lifted it by somebody they played with at the same concert. And his name is Jack Holmes, and he doesn't care. Right? Yeah. Okay. I want to play Holmes first this time. I'm You're gonna go play first. Holmes first. Okay, yeah, let's go backwards this time. So Holmes was the original. So we'll play. We'll play Holmes first. And then they played a concert with him and said, "We like your song. Yep, it's ours now." Yes. Okay. Slightly different. And he was like, Now play Days of Confused by Led Zeppelin. So they really, they start to finish just took that song. Changed the lyrics. It, they added a little bit. Is it even plagiarism then? Or is it just like their version of the song? That's the that's another, that's another it's, thing. Yeah, it's like Hallelujah. Right. Right. But they gave this guy no credit. Whereas everybody credits Leonard Cohen with Hallelujah. Right. So yeah, it's the it's the same. Would that have lost the plagiarism suit today? 
I don't know. I think I the I think I the original see. was better. Like in I, order to the, lose the plagiarism is uh, plagiarism suit, doesn't somebody have to sue? Exactly. It was this guy a, was okay with it. What the hell right. makes you think he was gonna? Why would he sue them? I'm just saying. If you if that came across the jury today. But even this, the the song was a simple chord progression. I thought the plagiarism would have been in the style that it was played because the original acoustic had such a more interesting strumming pattern, and it then did. they just like. I don't know, dipped it in vanilla for some reason and just went bam, bam, Because if you want a hit, you can't vary too much from the norm. Plus, I don't think it's the bass line that that plagiarizes. I think it's the the melody of the lyrics is exactly the same. It even starts out with the same lyrics. Days and Confused. Turning turning hits like a bell curve. You got to hit it. didn't say Days and Confused until quite a ways in. Mm. All right, we're going to skip ahead. I got Green Day up, so we're doing Oh, that let's one. do that. So this is... I'm going to let you listen to this. This is Green Day Warning. Hold on. That's not... Right. And they plagiarized? Or? Oh, boy, did they. In my opinion, they did. But you can listen to it. I can hear... The, I hear the other song in my head right now. This does not sound like Green Day, so... Oh, it's totally Green Day. You can kill there. We're going to listen to uh, The Kinks' Picture Book. Okay, so someone they definitely would have heard of. You've heard this song? All right, uh, this one I can hear. <laughs> uh, yeah. This one's note for note again. Yeah. Until it gets into verse. But still. But again, on a bass guitar... Isn't it basically like a scale? Yeah, it's a scale. So I guess even then, so yes, it is exactly the same notes played in the same order. As a scale. But it's a scale. Yeah, it's exactly. Can you plagiarize a scale? Here's the thing. Does about Motley plagiarism. Crue own C major? Like, who knows? No. I think we should really trademark that, though. Yeah. Like, you can't play the C note. Well, that was what ever. I was, when me yeah. and Pete were talking about this last Boom. week. Yeah. Get original, bitches. <laughs> yeah. Come up with come up with some songs that don't involve it. Come on. We were talking last week. I was like, well, shouldn't we just go through and write every possible combination of you could ever have in Spike one computer. song? Just... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you would own everything. Right. That's the problem. And then play it backwards after the fact, too. So then just you own sure. it just to be sure. Just so, to be sure. So the thing about this, and we're going to do, do a George dead. Harrison song in a second that exemplifies this. But the thing about this is when you're playing a guitar or any kind of instrument and you find something, like if I'm playing and I'm like, oh, that's Tom Petty. You like, if you know the song, you recognize it for what it is. Like, oh, that's, you know, whoever. Recognize it, I'm not, and I'm, and I'm going to do it anyway. So yeah. if Green Day heard Picture Book and they played that and they didn't say, oh, that's Picture Book, you know, I mean, it pretty. If you're a musician, it then hits you. Then you're too mm-hmm. stupid to live. Yeah, it hits you. That's why Green Day's out of the mainstream now. <laughs> you got George Harrison. Yeah. So who do you want first? Um, let's do George Harrison, Sweet Lord. Now George Harrison lost this suit because of subconscious plagiarism. That was the reason the judge gave.
This is a great song, by the way. We have to listen to this a little longer because it's got to get to the next vocal change. Right here. Goes up. Alright. Now we're going to listen to He's So Fine by the Chiffons. Ooh, the Chiffons. Chiffons. No, I know I don't. It's it's in all the gray area that we're talking about. Those are different enough to where I liked one of them. I did not like the other one. Like, okay, you, to say they're the same is madness. Yeah, Ken. Yes and no. I mean, I agree. I, I agree. They're they're different enough, but in the context of George Harrison making that that song and how recently. The other one would have been released at that time. Oh, that because we're the, talking about we're talking two decades less than yeah two like, decades yeah like twenty years probably yeah. between the songs released. Hmm. It'd be like Alien Ant Farm covering uh, Smooth Criminal and then claiming to have never heard um, Michael Jackson's version. Like, <laughs> <All right. laughs> I mean, See, it, 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 it would be a similar situation to that. But again, this the, the spirit, the feel, all of everything about that song. As performed by Jared Harrison? No, I don't. It's no. 100% different, in my no. opinion. But yeah. he lost because of subconscious plagiarism, which is. Mm. Which, is a, total da- which is a dangerous precedent. It, it, it yeah. really is. I mean, it really is. And listening to I Feel Fine and then listening to that song, would you even guess that they were the same if I didn't say that it lost a court case? No. No. No, no right? No. Especially knowing what you can get away with. Yeah, as, as far it, as visual yeah, yeah. written again, and thinking about this, just the songs that we've heard and how obviously similar they are, mm-hmm. and then you hear that one, which is completely different yeah. from one another. Like, well, and like the the Rando action figure, I mean, yeah. everything about that was Rambo, yeah. except for the end. Yeah, and the droopy eye. Right. So those two songs, there's more letters that are different. Like right. they're they're very. Like maybe in the same universe or something, but they, yeah. you know, the other guitar riffs were completely lifted, note for yeah. note. Like G.I. Joe and G.I. Jose. I mean. right. So we got we got two more. How have I never heard that before? G.I. Jose. <laughs> we got two more. Jonathan, what do you got? I got Public Enemy and Madonna. Oh, you're going to love this one. Oh, good. So this is, let's play on Public Enemy first on this one, if you would, please. Who came up first? Public Enemy. I was going to say, this beat's too complicated for Madonna. Yeah. That'll factor in here in a second. All right, you can actually kill it. I want to hear it for a second. This is the whole song. This is the whole song? Yeah. There's no words? No. They don't rap in this song. Huh. This is just them trying to secure a legacy by copywriting some... Some beats. Some beats. Now Now play Justify My Love by Madonna. This is it's the Madonna's intro to the playing song. right now. 
Yeah, the song's playing right now. Okay, so this is copyright. Yeah, totally, 100%. This yes. It's like yeah. the very just, same like, track. Yeah, we're just going to add a synthesizer and some vocal tracks to that to, to their song and call it good. Yeah, 100%. And what's funny about this is the lyrics were taken from a poem that somebody else wrote. Let me kiss you in Paris. Huh. Justify my love lyrics were somebody else's poem. And they so heard double it, like, plagiarism. Double plagiarism. And Madonna is under 15 lawsuits for plagiarism right now. Seems legit. I, I, right now, it's been 30 years. Yeah. Wow. So, do we think that's plagiarism? Yes. That oh, one, I would agree with that one. Absolutely. <laughs> it didn't sound any different whatsoever. No, because yeah. they weren't. Matt I mean, could like, just start writing checks. Like, like I'm just I'm watching you when you were talking about the last two, and you're like, see how it goes up, and I'm listening to the other one, and I was like, it went Pete. Pete's hand motions, he moved his hand up by like at least four inches. And the next one to happen, he raised his hand by about maybe a centimeter. Yeah, like it went up. Like, yeah, it went up a little bit there. No, no, no. We got one more, and it's for Ken. It's a Beatles mm-hmm. song. One of Ken's favorites. I actually don't know if that's true, but it's a great song. Is it the Lady Madonna? Yep, we're going to play Lady Madonna. Is that the one you had me skip? Yeah. Right. This it's is our last one. We're gonna, this is the last one we're going to do. There's actually another Led Zeppelin song, but we're not going to get to that. There's actually two Led Zeppelin songs, because Stairway to Heaven's under plagiarism suit right now, too. Hmm. But it's total bullshit. All right, who do you want to go first? Let's do Lady Madonna, because that's the one that everybody knows. And this is in the Beatles Barlow of Things. Yes, you'll you'll hear it. Apparently this is not playing story. This is what? You got that you got that bass pump though. Alright, you can actually kill it right there. All right, now we're going to listen to Humphrey Littleton, Bad Penny Blues. All right, that poor bastard. (laughs) Back in 1955, this number climbed to number 19 in the British Top 20. 1955. So they heard it. Stayed there for six weeks and then fell back exhausted. It's a number which is called the Bad Penny Blues. And the two... There's no lyrics to this. I can kind of hear it. You can kind of hear it, right? But I feel this would fall under the whole, well, we changed the colors of the parts, so we're okay. Right. And we added to it. We didn't just take it and put it, our name on it and say it was ours. Yeah, he's got the kung fu grip. Right, exactly. And, and yours has the detachable hands. Yeah, so it's completely different. Yeah, it's completely different. And ours it's has different blonde but the hair, same. And yours has brown hair. Right. And ours comes with a cloth backpack, where yours is a plastic backpack. Right. But it's not plagiarism. It's not plagiarism. And Beatles were notorious for doing that. Like, taking little tiny things 
that kind of sound like other things and enhancing them, and in my opinion, making them better most of the time. Hmm. Yeah, there's a couple other ones. Well, Lennon did it a couple times. McCartney was pretty good at it. Does imitation is the sincerest form of flattery, right? Right. Unless there's money involved, and then you need to write that check. Yeah. They've, they've done the same thing with, like I said, Chuck Berry in a number of times. I could see it being the Madonna song was 100% oh, the yeah. exact same thing. Oh, for sure. They just added, not. I mean, they had just put another layer on top of it, and it wasn't enough. You know what else also was exactly the same? Ice Ice Baby. Right. No, those two are different. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, but... so but are they? Is there copyright in food? No. You can totally redo somebody's recipe. Then why music? there's money behind it right so i mean so there's things like the madonna thing where a thing is obviously lifted you, oh you just obviously. cut and pasted one thing to another what was the song but then, this, huh? in madonna's was, uh, case you cut and pasted two things together well um under which pressure makes it new things under he copied he took the he did the same thing madonna did intro but then he went a completely different direction then he went a completely different direction so did he copy in the first what five seconds? You, the you, Queen you, version? Yeah, he copied. Queen is the only yeah, version. Well, well, there's a Queen David Bowie version. That's the only version. It's still Queen. Um, we don't we don't talk about the David Bowie. Version. <laughs> Queen and David Bowie. The first what five seconds? You can't. You're not actually sure. No. Bec- yeah, you're not sure. You're like, is this going to be the yeah, song like, that's which, good? Like, which one are you or playing right now? I don't bad. know. You don't know. Yo, stop. Collaborate. Yeah, or it could be under pressure. Yeah, that's absolutely lifted. It's absolutely lifted. Yo, VIP. Let's kick it. Right. I heard him trying to explain it one time, and it's because there's an extra. Yeah. There's a little. The stutter step makes it different. And then it does go different. And gets worse. Right. But what do you mean worse? It's the best song ever. Uh, Get out. Hey, you loved it when it came out. Jonathan loved Ninja Rap. I didn't buy the cassette tape. That is not Ninja Rap. Ninja Rap is a different song. No, nobody bought it. It's not like when ACDC came out with Back in Black. Ooh, yeah. Guns and Roses. Appetite for Destruction? Spent all summer go Ninjin. Like, I'm gonna go buy this tape. Right. Not just recorded off the radio. I played my Appetite for Destruction album to death. Like that tape died. Yeah. That yeah. was my goofy movie soundtrack. <laughs> this is the Teenage Mutant Ninja We can't be dude. friends anymore. Right. That's. <laughs> What'd you say? So we can't be friends anymore. I'm an animation nerd, and I'm I'm like I'm I, like yeah I, I literally played through my Appetite for Destruction. He's talking about fucking goofy movies. <laughs> okay, please turn this off. Please stop turn it. this Just off. Stop. Thank you. Yeah. Anyways, the Appetite for Destruction album, I played to death. To death. Hmm. All right. When we come back, Ken's gonna rant. And I hope you can all attend my totally amazing end-of-school party next Saturday to watch the Caroline concert live on pay-per-view. Thank you. Thank you very much. 
And now, without further ado, Principal Mazer. Thank you, Stacy, and good morning, boys and girls. You know, every year on the last day of school, I have several youngsters approach me and say, Principal Mazer, what can we do to not waste our summer vacation? We don't want to waste our free time sleeping or visiting friends. Say, uh, Roxanne, about Stacy's party. How you, uh, how you doing down there, Bobby? Don't give me that attitude, you guys. I'm doing it all for you. This is nuts. I don't know why I let you guys talk me into this. If my dad finds out, he's gonna nuke my entire existence. Huh? Up the element. Or. <laughs> I hope this works. How about science slumber parties? I know the song, like I've heard yeah. the song, but if you asked me who played it, I wouldn't be able to tell you. My brain doesn't correlate those names with artists. Unless it's the Goofy movie. Yes. <laughs> but even then, I can't tell you who sang that song. The cast of the Goofy movie. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was actually a, a dude, singer. a pop singer at the time. Michael Bolton. No, it wasn't Michael Bolton. <laughs> Michael Bolton. Sorry, sorry. My, I was, that was Hercules, another Disney movie. Michael Bolton didn't sing in Hercules, did he? He, he did um, Go the Distance. He did the studio release track for that. Oh, wow. Yeah, like how, like, remember Celine Dion and Peebo Bryson doing uh, Beauty and the Beast for when, you know, the the radio version when the movie came oh, out? Yeah, like yeah, they, yeah. yeah, they, they, see, I thought, they see, cut I th that duet. Here I am thinking that Disney only contracted with Phil Collins. No, nope. <laughs> no. 
Nope. Solely, nope, 100% Phil Collins all the time. Or New Star Wars is coming Actually, out. Look at the soundtrack. Phil well, Collins. I'm trying, really? to, I'm trying to think now. They did... Remember the Three Musketeers movie that Disney did back in the 90s? Yes, it was That terrible. was Brian Adams, Sting, and I want to say Phil Collins to doing that All for Love song. Oh, oh I remember yeah, yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, there's like a super group or whatever we're calling them. What is this? Is this also, from the Goofy movie? Do you know what this is? No, I don't. He should. Is this some Disney Teeny oh, no. Bopper show? This is the worst song ever. Barbie Girl? No. It's not like Barbie Girl. It's not. You know, I've actually never heard this I've song. I've never heard this song. So I've heard my kids sing It's Friday, but I... This is Friday, Friday. <laughs> why? Why? There's a lot of choices. Because auto-tune needed a number one. <laughs> oh, yeah, they auto-tune the hell out of it. Yeah. But still, there's like a weird direction to go with the auto-tune. Like, I'm going to turn I... this to flat nasal. <laughs> I'm just going to turn that right, right down that way. <laughs> It's a next hat. <laughs> like someone just dotted her right in the nose before they sang the song. <laughs> you can hear it. She's got Kleenex stuffed up her nose. It's Friday. Just, it's ble- like blood's coming down a little bit into the corner of her mouth. Friday, right. Try to hold back tears. Yep. Like, Second chorus, you can hear Friday, the tears a little bit more. Friday. <laughs> oh. Okay, that's actually the first time I, I ever heard that today? Song? No. Bam. What are you doing to us? Right, you are torturing us. What is happening now? Why? Why? Weren't we going to do like a, a podcast today? Yeah, we're going to do. We're going to get in the Ken's rant segment, but Jonathan wants to this is shove this I, in our ear holes. This is right now, I we're really going to do a rant about segment. people who won't stop playing fucking music on YouTube. <laughs> that was uh, Jan Terry's music video, Losing You, which apparently is the worst music video ever. Oh, well, that actually makes me interested in actually looking at it, but I'm not going to. So, uh, Ken... We have heard our next segment. Ken's going to be pissed off about something, and it's not Jonathan. Well, no, this isn't Ken pissed off. This is Ken's concern. Oh, Ken's concern. Dane and Rance. Ken's oh, that's concerned. Right. Oh. I'm gonna. I want to talk to you guys today about global pandemics. Welcome to Ken's. Do you mean the Kung flu? flu? <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, I do. I love Kung flu. It's great. Uh, you know what? I hate these stupid names, but the Kung flu is great. <laughs> It was only a matter and, of time. And in hindsight, I wonder when Corona beer is going to get like. I've enough, seen that meme go through a couple enough of times press too. over this too. I don't know. Well, but, yeah, because all you got to do is treat this with limes. And you're good to go. It's not scurvy. It's so great. Get the anti-vax bombs and just squeezing limes. <laughs> like one lime. over the kid, one over oh, the beer. Oh yeah, just one wave over it over the kid. Just wave the lime over the kid. You're good to go. All right, Ken. Tell it us actually, about actually, actually kind of talks up, t- touches on what I'm talking about. Um, as you guys know, we're in the grips of coronavirus hysteria right now. I've got it. The latest. It's also so the birds slash there have swine been, flu. There have been three cases reported in the United States. Five now. Up, up, sorry, we're up to five. We're up to That's five. That's right. We're up to five. Eminent danger. Uh, it, of, of, the, of all of the cases globally, it's a 3% mortality rate. That's decently high. Globally, I mean, if you take three, so, what's three percent of it, but, billion but people? But here's my concern: people wow. are freaking the fuck out about it. Of course they are, That's and everybody's taking all the precautions. You know, we're getting masks. We're getting, you know, everything we can do. Why? Why isn't there a vaccine for this yet? There's got to be some kind of protection. 
Wear protection, people. So we are also right now in the in, in the grips of flu season twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Flu season this season this season seven point one percent mortality rate. Wow. Oh, the flu will take you out, motherfucker. There, so far this year, up for this flu season in Kentucky alone, there's been thirty five hundred reported cases of flu of the flu. Okay, not a fatal flu. No, just the flu, the one that they give you a vaccine for every year. Right. Uh, this year's strain of the flu. I don't want to get a flu vaccine. I always get sick from the flu vaccine. I don't believe I don't believe in vaccines. It hurts my arm. It causes autism. I super got autism last year for it. Yeah, you, what? you got it. I got over it though. What the actual fuck? <laughs> you are two and a half times more likely to die from the goddamn flu right. than you are coronavirus, and everybody's freaking out about it. It's because like, it's new and it's scary. Come on! Because the media tells you to be terribly afraid of the it. The media also tells you to get a fucking flu shot. Well, they don't want to do that. That no, involves that's effort. The, that's, that's the media the, trying the, to the control The media you. tells you that? <laughs> that's the media trying the to control you. The government tells you that? The CDC tells you that? Your doctor tells you that? Your doc- My doctor's office actually called me to see if I was planning to get a flu shot. Yeah. And when I told them that I did get a flu shot already, they wanted me to send them, they wanted me to send them the paperwork proof that I had. Now this isn't the gu- now this isn't like you know global elitists trying to murder me by by indoctrinating indoctrinating me with the flu vaccine. This is my doctor's office being concerned for my general well being, right? And frankly, I appreciate it. But they were free at work, and I didn't have to go anywhere. So of course, I'm going to do that. But this new and exciting illness du jour. That we all have to jump on board with because apparently that's kind of the culture. This is the kind of culture we have now, right? Where you respond to an emergency, but you won't take common sense everyday precautions, is going to lead to some kind of terrible global pan- pl- pandemic of the fucking flu. Yeah, I mean, look at all the people that freak out about uh, big snowstorms in Michigan. And they freak out and they run to the store and they they get all of their milk and water and all of that stuff. Um, but yet they won't carry jumper cables or blankets or, you know, buy new tires when they're... Extra water or snow, a yeah. change of clothes or anything like that in their vehicle. Right. And just for the record, I am 100% the guy who waits until the storm is like at its peak and then drives to the store and buys stuff because I know there's nobody else there. Yeah. Well, it's never that bad. It's never that bad. It's never that bad. This is this is I would say this is probably the mildest winter I can remember. It is. But the problem with the the illness thing is that probably sooner or later one of these is going to be the virus that wipes out humanity. Right, absolutely. And how do you tell? You can't tell that it's the one that you're supposed to be super but scared of cl- until everybody's declining dead. Declining vaccination rates in the flu alone, eventually the flu could be the thing that takes us out. Yeah. This, this is one that I'm, has the most experience. Con- this, with us. Is, this is my concern. Well, Ken, when smallpox comes back, that'll be the one that takes you out. Do you, do so you do you do you guys know what would happen if there was a smallpox a smallpox outbreak? It would be terrible. There's no such thing as acquired immunity to smallpox, and there are seven vaccines in existence currently. Right. If someone becomes infected with smallpox, they carry a twenty foot cloud around them, 
And every person that they come in contact with is going to get in, is going to get infected. And in order for one to, to contain a, a, the spread from one person, you have to surround them with a hundred thousand healthy people. Yeah, and that's why it's vaccines are important. Yeah, but people don't understand that. Of of you're getting a vaccine for the people who can't. Right. It's right. Her, that's the point. Herd immunity, especially the flu, is right. Herd immunity. You're yeah. going to be fine. You can get sick. You can miss a couple of days of work. Children, old people, immunodeficient, like those people can't get the vaccine because they would immediately catch the thing and die. Right. So you have to make sure you're not sick and around also, them. Also, the flu doesn't make you sick. Or I'm sorry, the flu vaccine doesn't make you sick. I was just going to say, the flu makes you sick, Ken. No, the flu flu vaccine does not make you sick. Anybody who says that is either a fool or a liar. The fact that you get a cold after you've had a flu shot doesn't really have anything to do with the flu shot. Right. I know this. Correlation is not causal. I get a flu shot every year. I've never gotten sick from it. And and the the flu's been floating around me for months now. Like yeah, since, like since it's in November. the room right now, we're all gonna tear it. We're gonna get the coronavirus. But it's 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 been it's manifest itself at work. People have yeah. been sick. I I come in contact with people all over the place. I'm fine. So the point the the point of the the point of the story the point of my concern today is less focus on the hip new. Illness that's making all the news coverage. That's sweeping the nation. And concern yourself <laughs> with everyday illnesses that are easily preventable, whether that be in the form of a flu vaccine every year, whether that be in the form of keeping up on your shots regularly. And just because you hit adulthood doesn't mean you don't still need shots, by the way. Um, if you have a doctor, consult them about that. And let's all try and do a better job, not only for ourselves, but also for the people who are unable to take these measures themselves. Right. Like in all things, maintenance isn't sexy, but, you know, do it. It's necessary. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you maintain your car, but once you maintain yourself. No, do you maintain your No. You a growing number of people don't do that either. Oh, I do that. That's yeah. an, and, and that's a topic for a different day, too. I want to talk to you guys yes. about one day about winning the lottery. <laughs> How likely that is? So we no, let, plan let, for it. No, it, the the reason that most lottery winners go broke is because they don't think about maintenance. <laughs> you spend all that money right. on exotic cars and houses and all this shit, and you don't think about the fact that you're gonna have property taxes to pay and registration and insurance. Yep. Like, yeah, if you're gonna go hog wild on that shit, like, that put yeah. yourself into a scenario where you have money set aside in, say, a trust fund. That would allow you to have interest payments coming to you that would that would provide for future maintenance needs. That's all I'm yeah. saying. No, but if the government we'll get we'll get do into that, that in, a, in a finance segment. See, I thought of that though because I have Ken. Yeah. So if I had Ken after I told you, I probably would tell Ken. Right. And is that the end of? Uh, Ken's that's all. That's concern? all I've got for today. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Ken's concern. Ken's. Concern. concern. Join us uh, next week when we talk about adultery. Ooh, fancy. Ooh, Ken's concern adultery. Is that a personal experience one? 
Uh, no, actually, it's uh, a, a Facebook friend of mine is having a thing right now, and I want to, <laughs> I want to, I want, I want to, I want to gauge your guys' reaction and uh, and get some uh, some input about it. And That'll be interesting. And, and name week. names, right? Oh, I'm not going to name names. <laughs> yeah. No. And next week, we'll we'll uh, we'll come up with pseudonyms. Uh, yeah. Next week okay. we have uh, some new stuff. We've got a show, Ooh. possibly a Nixon show, and we've also got. A new kind of thing that we're going to run, and it's called Live Nudes. You know, Nixon's been mm-hmm. very excited about it. And it's exactly what you think. Getting, getting to come out of his enclosure. Is that why they're still an audio all over the walls? Yeah. What'd you say, Ken? He's been, he's been very excited about getting to come out of his enclosure. And, oh, yeah. And, and oh, yeah. I'm and, sure he is. He's very know, happy. Have a, have a platform once again. Do you have a rant this week, or are you holding off? No, I'm pretty happy this week. It's cool. All right. Good deal. Well, everybody, we hope you enjoyed listening to this week's edition of the Vlix Podcast. We'll catch you guys next time. See you later, bitches. Peace.